0: Hi, this is Marty McFly, and you're listening to Hydrate Level 4. Boy, oh boy, mom, you sure know how to hydrate a good podcast. Welcome to Hydrate Level 4. I'm your host, Peter. And joining me for this review of D2, the Mighty Ducks, is uh, returning guest host, Devin from the LRP and We Got 5. How you doing, Devin? Talk about it. What is up, homie? And also the special guest that we teased from the last uh, episode is Elizabeth who is a podcaster Jace.
1: Yeah, I guess you could say that. Hi, I'm glad to be here.
0: Yes, well, thank special you. Special Yes, well Just a guest. <laughs> uh well, thanks for joining uh, uh for joining us, Elizabeth. Um you have been on Devin's show, the the Liquor Run podcast uh on quite a few of the the OJ coverage. So you're the um the resident what fact
2: checker? Is that what they called you?
1: Yeah, that's what I was. exclusively
2: exclusively on the LRP yeah she's she's under contract right
0: and uh, (laughs) she's only here because you're here otherwise it wouldn't have worked out yeah nope not at all and also some some fun tidbits uh Liz you're also a fan of Back to the Future and Quantum Leap as I am
1: I sure am that is is accurate
0: this yes this is true so um moving on here with the the Mighty Ducks. It came out March 25th, 1984. So the day after my 11th birthday. Uh that kind of dates me a little bit there. And 94. 94. What did I say? 84. Did I? I wasn't listening.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. If I said I'm 84 sorry. my hold bad. Hold
0: yes, 94, the day after my 11th birthday. That doesn't change. And um
2: back to the future.
0: What? No, no, this is way back after in... Back to the Future.
2: No, you went back in time to 84.
0: Oh, okay. I kind of no. see what you did there. Okay. No,
2: never mind. <laughs> I, I won't so, try
0: anymore. Now, uh, uh, what I would like to do is to go back to the time of the movie's release and talk about some of the music and movies that came out. So, let's start with the music. Uh, the number one song at the time of this movie's release was Ace of Base, The Sign
2: is that Ooh. I saw song?
0: Yep, that's the one. So Devin knows that. Know you know <laughs> a song. That's good.
2: Yes, yes, yes.
0: All right, the the song that preceded it was uh, Celine Dion's The Power of Love, which I'm not very familiar with. I mean, I'm I'm more familiar with the other Power of Love. She's, um, bright, right? she's Canadian. So normal. you're not wrong.
2: Oh, okay. Liz, but, <laughs> but I was worse. just
0: specifying she's not American, I guess. Oh,
2: okay.
1: No, I also prefer the Huey Lewis. In the news version. So.
0: Yeah, yeah, we're right there. And the number one song that preceded it was R. Kelly's Bump and Grind. Ooh. Yeah, so just looking ahead, it's actually a very good year for uh, R&B because you got I Swear that came out number one uh, later on in the summer for quite a long time. It looks like three months. Um, then you got Lisa Loeb and then uh, Boys to Men, I'll Make Love To You, which was like four months number one. Oh, and then On Bended Knee after that. So very good year for music um in my opinion anyway the some of the songs that came, oh, i'm sorry some of the movies that came out around the time of this release uh let's see here devon have you heard of the hutsucker proxy is
2: that code
0: i don't know how it whoa hutsucker okay uh liz <laughs> have you heard of that movie
1: i have heard of it i don't think i've ever seen it
0: all right uh the ref
1: dennis leary
0: mm-hmm. right
1: is that about mm-hmm. football
0: no it's
1: mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. no it's about isn't it like a parents fighting or something and uh, yeah
1: i think, he's, I think them hostage. Lee, he's yeah he's like a burglar and he breaks in their house and they're like fighting oh. and he holds them hostage and then kind of becomes like a marriage counselor sort of <laughs> isn't that the one <laughs> what what
0: kevin spacey or am i thinking of a different movie
1: i think it is kevin spacey and i can't okay. think of who was who was the who played the wife but
0: all right, so we also got uh, Guarding Tess. I think that's the Nick Cage movie for weddings and a funeral. I think a lot of people know that one. Uh, Monkey Trouble. Devin, you know Monkey Trouble?
2: Is that racist? Are you being racist?
0: No. Okay. All right, moving on. <laughs> Naked Gun, <laughs> 33 to 3rd. <third. laughs> Is that with OJ? OJ. Is he in all three of them? I wasn't sure. I, I never saw him.
1: I think he was in all three of them, but I'm not sure.
0: So this this is '94. So this this is '94. (laughs) Yeah, this is March. (laughs)
1: Uh, Whoa! Got two more months till it goes
2: down.
0: (laughs) The other movie I want to throw throw in there is Above the Rim. Uh, That actually came out the same weekend as uh, Mighty Ducks. Is that Tupac or no? That is Tupac. Yeah, I
1: had that soundtrack.
0: Yeah, it's a great soundtrack. Had Regulate on there, so. Alright, uh, D2, for those that forgot, it is an American sports comedy. This time around, it is directed by Sam Wiseman, who also did, like, Georgia the Jungle, and th- which makes sense after watching this movie. And, uh, let me see, so we got some returning guests, uh, guests, cast, uh, Charlie, uh, again is returned and played by Joshua Jackson still, um... Liz, you mentioned off mic that uh, this director actually wanted to recast him.
1: Yeah, um, he said that Disney makes you sign a three-picture deal, so it wasn't going to be his choice or not if he if he got brought back or didn't, um, but that the second director didn't really like him, so he was trying to to recast him, which would have been really odd. <laughs> oh, so yeah, yeah. glad that didn't happen.
0: It would have been even weirder if uh, his mom did return for this one. Uh, which she didn't. Uh, Emilio Estevez obviously returns as Coach Gordon Bombay. You got uh, Michael Tucker as Mr. Tibbles, who is um, now he's not the sponsor, right? He's like the the guy who kind of represents the sponsors in this movie, right? Yeah,
2: he works for he works for Hendrix,
0: yeah, right? He works for Hendrix, and he's kind of the like the main com- comedic relief, I would say. He's like his character is really goofy, very. All right, and then um, replacing Hans, we got like his brother Jan. <laughs> I don't know what that's about, <laughs> so they're gonna but change she... the man's name.
2: No, was... wait, what? Oh, you mean they changed his name? Wait, what? His
0: name is Jan in this movie.
2: No, that, it's his brother. Are you kidding me? No, because when, when he comes back, uh, when he picks up uh, Emilio Estevez, I forgot his name. Coach Bombay, he's like Hans couldn't make it. He's like, uh, he's he went to the old country for the summer to visit our mama. How did she I miss that? She loves him more, man? you know.
0: This is the second time I missed something, and and then you you. That's picked, what I'm well, here for, I, homie. I, yeah, I guess you know you're you're a big fan of this one. So uh, that's funny because I made a joke and um it was actually true. Like that was his brother. Okay, <laughs> because I was like, how are you gonna replace that character and then call him Jan? So I completely missed it this entire time that that it is his that it is it's his brother. That's what mm-hmm. happens when you take notes, I guess. Mm-hmm. I was more like, "I hate recast." Here we go. So
2: I've also uh-huh. seen this movie like a jillion times. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well. Well.
0: Thank you. Uh, we got the opposing coach, the Wolf. No, he, Wolf. The dentist, Pro- probably short for Wolfgang. Devin. Probably. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> probably. Uh So we got a lot of the returning cast. I'm not going to go over the over it. Uh, let's talk about the the new. Ducks, right? We got, um, let's see, we got Russ Tyler, right, by Keenan Thompson. A lot of people mm-hmm. know him. Uh, mm-hmm. Luis Mendoza from Miami. Uh, that's Mike Vitar. Ken Wu is Justin I'm sorry, Justin Wong is Ken Wu. And Scott White as Gunnar Stahl. Oh, no, that's the, uh, Team Iceland. Julie, Julie Gaffney. My bad. Julie Gaffney is, uh, Column Jacobson.
2: What's, what's, uh, Kim Wong from is he in something else too I don't recognize him Oh okay maybe I'm just racist never mind Keep going
0: I do know he is a Canadian just like Josh Jackson
2: Oh okay So
0: And they play for Team USA which is the funny thing I didn't thing. know they had
2: Asians in Canada
0: Are you kidding me that's more like a lot of the Chinese people are is in Canada
2: I don't I don't Look I only have three Asian friends
0: Yeah and they're I guess they're all Americans right 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 okay all right. So some of the departing ducks, uh, we don't have the Duncan twins, I guess they were Tammy and Tommy. They're not back here. Uh, Terry Hall didn't return. Dave Carp didn't return again. He was the uh, interviewee in the previous episode. And J.D. Daniels, uh, P- uh, Peter Mark. He also did not return.
2: I have a question. Is there a specific person that y'all missed from the first one that was not in the second one?
0: Well, Dave Karp is actually the, the, the biggest one from from the, the ones that departed. He he had, uh, well, you know, Peter, I guess, too. Peter and, uh, and Dave, I would say.
2: Okay. I didn't miss any of them. Liz?
1: I, you know, I, I thought about it a lot because it always bothered me when I was younger. But now when I watched it for this, I kind of realized that maybe it's normal that there were some Something kids happened. that just... Just weren't that into hockey, so they didn't keep going with it, you know. Because the kids that they focus on a D two, they were all the very serious, uh, like dedicated. And the the cast from the original that that didn't come, I think that it it kind of makes sense that some fall off and lose interest in a hobby. So so I was okay with it.
0: Now, of the returning characters, Devin, I'll start with you. But do you feel like any uh, like any of the returning characters may not have needed to return? No, I
2: I've, I loved everybody they kept.
0: Okay, I got one for you. Ooh, Gee Germain.
2: See, I really I really enjoy him because I felt like he's the best player besides uh, Adam. So they needed him. Okay,
0: so take that away. What what scenes does he give you?
2: He's with Connie. They're they're a couple. That they're, they're the love story of the. Yeah, the movie. but
0: uh, Cowboy Dwayne has a little thing for her too.
2: Well, I mean, she was fine, but I mean, yeah, I'm
0: not I'm not denying that. That has nothing to do with Gee.
2: Although in this movie, I start going a little bit to the cat. That didn't I didn't mean that to sound the way it did, but you know, Julie.
0: <laughs> oh sure, hey, I'm a, I'm a big fan of uh, all genres or the same genre, so I like Julie myself. Yes, but, yes, yes. But you know what, though, I am more of a brunette kind of guy, so that may come back. uh I mean, in the they both episode. can get it. I mean, I'm not. I'm not gonna. Oh, I, I mean, we're no savage, right? We're right. No savage. I Clearly, mean, come on. Liz, do you have an yeah.
2: opinion on here? The uh, cat about... or or uh, Connie?
1: Uh I. You know, it's hard to judge now because when you see what um Connie looks like now, she's gorgeous. So it's hard to. Hard to look back now and not pick her. But I feel like at the time, I always thought Julie was a little a little bit prettier.
0: You know, doesn't Julie kind of look a little bit like Natalie Portman?
1: I'd say, yeah, a little bit.
0: Yeah, I don't know what Julie looks like now, but um, I agree. I think Connie's gorgeous uh, um, right now. She looks really good. Now, uh, when you were younger, did you have a crush on any of these guys?
1: I always liked Adam Banks up until d3 then i then i switched to to team charlie
2: <laughs> i can see that they're both handsome guys and plus adam's always getting his butt, butt kicked in every movie so you gotta feel bad for him like I'm getting hurt adam's,
1: but adam's like the hero who's like the best player so and know. and
2: and always getting devastatingly injured this is true so he's like it plays on the heartstrings No.
0: All right. So um, I guess I didn't mention. So a little bit of the plot summary here Uh, after returning. Well, I guess Coach Bombay returns from the minors because uh, of a cheap shot. Right. He uh, hurt his was it ankle knee, but we don't really They never
2: really say what it is. I just assume it was like an ACL tear or something.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We um, I don't know. Like uh, it didn't seem like his rehab was
2: that long for it to be an ACL tear. I mean, he's on crutches in the beginning. That's it. Well, he's limping, and then when he's talking to uh, Tibbles, he's like, I am I know a great doctor who's doing great things with baboon ligaments. So when he said ligaments, I assumed it was like an ACL.
0: Oh, okay, good point. So there we go. Um, he returns back, and he is offered the opportunity to coach Team USA, and he brings most of the ducks with him? hmm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Is that how that works? Like, you, you just say, hey, I'm going to arbitrarily choose to bring my Ducks. <laughs> he was basically and not go
2: like, <laughs> I'm going to bring my team. And then, yeah, so there it is. They ain't have to try out or nothing.
0: <laughs> the, the, the new addition to, to the Ducks, they go very stereotypical, you know, with some of these things. They go, let's bring a kid from Miami and let's make him of the Latin descent. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to bring in a guy from Texas. We're just going to throw on a cowboy hat on him. You know, Julie is uh, coming from Maine, and she's the, the backup goalie. You know, Liz, what do you think about the addition of Julie?
1: It makes no sense, again, because she's a better goalie, but they keep Goldberg in because why? Uh, <laughs> like,
2: <don't>... He's got <laughs> tenure. <laughs> Can we talk about that? Because I have a whole list about that, but I don't know if we're ready for that because Gordon Bombay is the worst coach of all time.
1: Yes, absolutely. Like I said it in the first
0: uh no, 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 no. I, I think his coach is the worst.
2: Okay. Well, he's the worst strategic coach of all time.
0: That I'll probably agree with. I you.
2: mean, we, in the first movie, I said how he just chose Fulton to do that one shot out of like a million when he's terrible. Like, this, <laughs> this whole movie is him making bad coaching decisions. Like, That's we'll get into very it. True. But that is number one that you put Goldberg, who was straight like baby poo, as the goalie. And let him be the goalie until the very last of the... Like, bro, what the heck is wrong with you? Like, I'm sorry, yeah. go ahead.
0: I know, he tells Julie that, uh, she, yeah, she, that she'll uh, get her chance too. Uh, let's start with the the beginning of the movie where they're kind of rounding up the ducks. Um, I do like how this seems to be a staple of the movie, but Charlie is like always our main duck and he's always wearing his jersey. Mm-hmm. Like, that, that that kid either has like a hundred duck jerseys or that's the only like shirt he ever wears.
2: It clearly, like clearly, like I don't know, I don't get it.
0: A couple different things that we've noticed, Devin, you mentioned it in the first episode, but Goldberg's family, we find out owns a deli shop or some sort.
2: Yeah, and what, uh, I thought he was supposed to be moving. Clearly, the, I guess business is good.
0: Yeah, well, blooming now, I mean, they had that one sign saying like, uh, like our, our son Goldberg, uh, you know, the, the mighty duck or something. Our like son, that. Goalie. the goalie. Yeah. The goalie. Okay. Well, hey, that works too. Uh, (laughs) Aberman seems to be the only one working at the movie theaters,
2: and he just left work. Like, is
1: that
0: is that what happened?
1: Is is that what (laughs) happened?
0: He walked out.
1: (laughs) So, how old are they supposed to be, though? That's what's really bothers me too. Because, like, I thought they were supposed to be like thirteen, and he's working. Like, that's not even really legal. Like Goldberg could because that was his family's business, but.
2: How does maybe he have a job? Maybe family owns that, that, that movie <laughs> You know what? I
0: want to say, okay, so we're going to try very hard to not spoil uh, anything from 3, but Charlie uh, does mention he's 14 in 3, so right. we're to assume maybe they're still, like, early 14, and in some states, perhaps, that they, all they need is, like, a working permit, right? Because I started at 14, uh, working and I worked at a retirement home just serving food and all all I needed was my food handlers card okay. so it, it is plausible that maybe Averyman is one of those um one of those kids that turned uh, 14 early you know yeah. like ahead of his class kind of deal so let's assume that to to kind of make that work
2: yeah I always assume they were 12.
0: Mm, maybe 13 because like let's say they were 12 in part one right and then the other kids were like 10 11. The ones that didn't return,
2: but they they tell you a passage of time is like happened when um it's been a year between one and two. Really? I think he says it's all because I want to say like when they're when he's playing hockey, like I want to say they say he's been playing for a year and a half. Oh,
0: I feel like later on, they said that it's only been a year that that has passed, like the kids. I think one of the kids mentioned it. Oh, OK. Like, but, uh, I was
2: listening to the announcer guy. I was like, I, he said something like that, but it could be could be a year.
0: Now, here's the thing. I'll start with Liz. I want to ask um, this thing about Adam Banks. So it seems as though that he's tight with them now. Now, I don't know if the Ducks are still going on. I mean, I know that we're talking about Team USA here, but basically in part one, it's kind of like Adam Banks got traded to another team, Mm. right? So like after that season did he remain tight with that group like cuz usually like a free agent that gets traded in like the last year or something they go to a team and that's it like are you really talking gonna...
1: about redrawing the district lines that thing or
0: um even with that in place like how is he still like really tight with them i know i know this is a movie but i'm trying to think like how is he still tight with these guys after just playing with them for a couple months, maybe, because he had to join the Ducks in the first movie?
2: They know he's the best player.
1: <laughs> did,
0: Thanks, Liz. Did, oh, okay.
1: did they say that he was moving to a different team at the end of the first one? Because I don't recall that. I always thought Banks played with them the whole time, so I didn't know his, that. His
2: dad said they, may, they had a deal to read, redraw the lines, but we just assumed that they knew he was the best. At least I assumed they knew he was the best player and they needed him.
1: Well, I just was assuming that that didn't go through after they realized that he was good on the ducks, like, and that, you know, like they learned their lesson about how the Hawks were terrible people. And, you know, I assume that they, I assumed his parents thought better of it and let the, let the line stand as they were. So I guess we don't really know one way or the other, but if, if I, that's, that's my thought was that they did stay playing together that whole time. So.
0: Okay afterwards okay so i i what i assumed was that after that season after their win they kind of just went on about their merry way i didn't i didn't think that there was any more like ducks gameplay in between like what while bombay was gone mm. so are are we saying that while bombay was gone they were still playing as the ducks
1: i, I thought that there could have been another season that they played cuz i mean okay look at charlie's jersey the ducks jersey doesn't it look bigger like he's bigger so like i don't know i That's i assume wardrobe i assume that there was another season in there i didn't really think okay think about it though
0: so maybe somebody else was coaching them while he was gone
1: possibly could be
2: jesse's hmm. dad also i want to mention that the the hawks did say that they, i still can't believe they beat us last year so they did say that so but whatever that means
0: so, one of the uh, other new characters that uh, I didn't mention was uh, their tutor. Um, well, what's her name
2: here? I'm trying to... Catherine Irby, Miss, uh, Miss McKay, the team tutor.
0: Oh, right. Yeah, Miss McKay. She's the tutor. So, there's this one scene where they're talking about like the, um, the sponsorship, right? There's this big Wheaties box, and they got new jerseys. And Charlie's not a fan of it, you know? And um, Gordon is just going with the motion, right? He's getting paid a lot of money. Mm-hmm. We don't know how much um clearly he needs it and the tutor she starts to kind of see all these things and i want to ask you Devin, i'll start with you but what do you think about the tutor is she hot no no oh do i like her character oh yeah, yeah.
2: Well, she's, she's cool um you know she's she cares about the children's uh educational future which i mm. didn't really get why they needed a tutor when it's the summer but okay okay liz what about you
1: You know, it's hard because I don't necessarily understand what the Goodwill games are. Like, what even is that? So that's a little bit. Is it a real thing? Like, is this is it just child Olympics? Is that really what it is? Is this like an actual thing? So I was a little bit confused because she seems to kind of overstep this tutor. (laughs) Like, she really puts herself in the in the mix here. And I'm not sure what her, you know. Job title really is like she's the tutor. The w- one thing that's greatly missing is they have no chaperone, they have no actual chaperone. I feel like if this was real life, they would have had a tutor, and then they also would have had some type of or multiple chaperones, maybe because they're children, they're like 13, 14. How are they just in LA by themselves? <laughs> and their coach is off in Malibu, like <laughs> they have nobody, and they're so, going to yeah. South
2: Central with all the black kids
1: well yep that is later i think that they just kind of rolled that chaperone into her role as the tutor so i mean i guess it it makes sense that she's trying to look out for them but she was in what about bob though that's where she like i always remember that movie she was in that
0: okay was she the wife
1: um i think she was the daughter I think she was. Daughter?
0: Miss McKay? She, really? I
1: think she was. Oh, wow. I feel like she was.
0: I know her from long like order. What, I feel like what about Bob was like around this time, like give or take a few years. Like Yeah. Really? Interesting. i have to look that up. Because <laughs> she, she, she looks older. Um No, but I, you make a very good point. Like my opinion of her, like I, I can kind of see that now, like the whole chaperone thing. That makes a lot of sense because this. This movie, they added a lot of new characters. The last thing we need is like more adults. Like I could do without Mr. Tribbles, whatever his name is, mm-hmm. but but Miss McKay, like one of my first notes about her is like stay in your own lane. Like you're the tutor. Like why are you coming in here and disrupting what uh, Gordon is doing? Despite if it's wrong or right, I just I I didn't like that. So maybe they should not have made her the tutor. Uh, maybe one of the other kids' parents. Like I don't think you should have recasted, you know, Charlie's mom, but that was just my opinion.
2: Uh how did she overstep? I'm confused.
0: Uh I think we'll we'll get there.
2: Okay, because I right. I don't know how she overstepped because again
0: Okay, so here Gordon here's one of the horrible things coach. This particular scene, they're just going over sponsorship. There's no tutoring involved here. Why are you there? And she's totally side eyeing um uh Gordon, you know, with uh with the whole like over like Charlie doesn't like the jerseys. That's all that's going on. And Gordon's like, hey look, you know, it's just sponsorship. You know, let's just go with it. Right.
2: They're at training camp.
0: No, but th- I'm talking about the sponsorship sponsorship scene where they're being introduced to the Wheaties and the jerseys. I know. And she's looking at Gordon as to like, um Charlie clearly doesn't like the jerseys. You should be paying attention to that. Like but that's not even a big deal. It's it's new jerseys. It's a different team deal with it yeah so and it's
1: that. team usa like what are you really gonna be it's not like another like the warriors you know so
2: yeah i was just more answering the question she's there because they're at training camp okay
0: like she didn't have to be in that room right then that scene what? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you
2: tra- like peter's like get out <laughs> like
0: exactly stay in your is the like, next
2: scene where she's teaching them about the olympics isn't that the very next scene like it's either right before or right after that like that's where they're where she's teaching them about, and then Fulton's like, "Didn't America always dominate?" And they're like, "Shut up, you idiot!" Like, uh. but, oh, I don't but know.
1: She's, was... But she's always there, which doesn't really make that much sense. Thank God she's the tutor.
2: Thank God. She's a terrible coach. I don't know. Hmm. I loved her. I thought she was the 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 conscience of the and the the viewer, the like the movie watcher. Like, she was like trying to like show, like, "Hey, man, you're kind of losing sight of." Like the ducks got you here. Not that the 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 jersey is a big deal because I agree with you with that because Charlie's just ducks everything he wants. I'm sure he has duck wallpaper. but He's an Oregon fan. Yep, clearly. But I feel like she's just like, hey, I I care about the students and I know that it's bothering him and you should too.
0: I see and I get that, Devin. That um, I, I agree with you to a certain extent. Like. We we don't need her to be like the viewers. We don't need her to be us. This is already a kids' movie. Like they uh, the the director thinks that we're not smart enough to get that. Y'all are haters, that's um, what I'm
2: gonna say. And I love I love Miss McCake.
0: <laughs> the first game, uh, we got uh, Russ the Heckler. Uh Liz, are you a fan?
1: Of Russ or of Keenan? Both. You know, I love Keenan. Like, I love him on SNL. I love him currently. There's a lot of funny stuff that he does, but Russ was annoying as hell. (laughs) Yeah, so I didn't really like Russ. I I thought that was a little ridiculous all the way around.
0: And Devin loved him.
1: You talk about it. He dissed you (laughs) bad, G. I
2: was just like, man, your lips on that dirty glass?
0: You know, David, you talked about how, like, the first one was racist. They got this kid from South Central LA. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stereotype, stereotype. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. So I wasn't a fan of his on she's, uh, not she's all that. I'm sorry. All that. Uh, I did not like him on there. His Pierre, what was his name? Uh, character. I hated that character. Um, so I wasn't a fan of Kenan Thompson on all that. So I could take him or leave him in this one. He, fill the role but i do like him in snl that that's about it So uh,
2: uh, but he was the magical negro of the movie i mean i would have preferred black kid but sure oh i'm sorry but he's a magical black kid because he his knuckle puck is undefeated so they needed the black savior. is it though is it well i mean we'll get there
0: sure we we will yeah. all right oh, i mean because you said undefeated so i mean i guess at this point you're not wrong right uh the bash brothers liz do you like them
1: well, you really have to stretch your imagination here because there's no way Portman is fourteen.
0: He's,
2: 20, he's twenty-four. <laughs> he <really is. laughs> like I don't know how old he really
1: is, but wow. Yeah, I mean, so it when you see the kids on the Iceland team and the other teams, like all the other kids are much older and bigger. So once again, how does this make any sense? These, like if there's an age up to 17 for the Goodwill games, why the heck would they let Bombay just bring these random <laughs> Minnesota kids that can like, can like barely play peewee hockey. And now they're, you know, Team like USA. it's just, yeah, it's just literally. strange. <laughs> so, Right, right.
0: He's like grandfather age, but yeah, I, <laughs> right. I I do like the addition of Portman, which we actually uh, or I completely missed, but yeah, he's you know another enforcer. I like the you know the whole Bash brother thing. You know, it's a sequel. Got to make it bigger, right? So you yeah. add another enforcer. You know, you add more players to the team. So so I dig him, Devin. <laughs> that's
2: that's what that's what they do. All
0: right, thank you. All right, so uh, we got the little press conference, um, Gordon. He didn't seem very smooth uh, at this scene. Like, you're supposed to be a lawyer. And, like, some of the questions they asked him wasn't even very hard, and he had a hard time answering them.
2: And we're Team USA, and we're going all the way.
0: Yeah, that's super simple and basic. Right.
2: <laughs> you know what my favorite part of the press conference was? At the end, where, where Catherine Irby's just standing there, and the, the the polar bear walks by. Hello there, mister How about a bear hug? And that's
0: like... <laughs> Yeah, Miss McKay. I'm like, you're the tutor. Why are you there? <laughs>
2: She's... Oh my god, that's my see again part.
1: though. If they would have made her role a tutor slash chaperone, then sure, be you know she would need to be everywhere the kids were. But if she was just the tutor, it'd be specific school time, and she'd have them, and that's it. So I agree. It was just strange.
0: Yeah. So so definitely. I mean, you kind of mentioned it. Like, is this supposed to be like the summer? Why why did they need a tutor? Like. Yeah, it should have been something else because there there was like no big epic classroom scene or anything like that.
2: Yeah, well Portman's well there's well there's there's two. You gotta learn about the how the Olympics started over Pride. And then you have to learn about when he's captain they're calling him Captain Blood when they're passing out in class. Also, I agree with Portman. I don't need no school.
0: Okay. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about the nighttime shenanigans. Um I my favorite part is probably when uh Portman and uh Fulton are going to bed, they're like, all right, let's play a little bit
2: of music. It's like rock music. <laughs> a little twos to go sleep by. Yeah. <laughs> they see nothing yet. Too, too. But my babies did see nothing yet. Do all stop right. that. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm.
0: What were some of the other things going on?
2: Uh, I tried to do I don't know if y'all try to do this, but because of this movie, I tried to do that. I could never do it though like put the shaving cream and they uh, put the feather on his face. And so he puts the shaving cream on his face. That was always like a slumber party thing that you had to do is try to put shaving cream on somebody's face.
1: Right. Except none of us ever had a feather. Like who just has random feathers in their house. That's what I'm
2: saying. Like you could never do it.
1: Every slumber party, every slumber party. Yes. We try that or want to do it. But then again, there was never any actual feather. So it never worked out. You take your hair. And try to use your hair, but that wouldn't work really well either.
2: <laughs> yeah, I never tried that, but uh, my hair is not long enough. But uh, yeah, I'd never be the first one to fall asleep at a slumber party. This this
0: is a very good point. Um, okay, here's the thing: like they, they clearly made it really funny because like uh, Dwayne had it all over his face. Right, right. <laughs> Um, my thing is like really that first time you, you smack your face, you don't wake up from that. That That's my thing. I, I feel like most people would wake up like after the first time or they would just wake up from the feather. But I think Lu, uh, Louise, he's the one that, uh, gave them the feather, right? Mm, mm, I don't
2: know. Did they get it out? Of, I thought they, did they get it out of his head? I don't remember.
0: Well, yeah, that's where I was going with. Like, I feel like they had a top hat with a feather in it for no reason. Oh, I thought
2: it was his cowboy hat.
0: Was it? So does the cowboy hat have a have a feather in it? No, I'm
1: not. I, you're the one from Texas. Sh- it shouldn't have had a feather.
0: It shouldn't have. But here's the thing: like I, it to me, it didn't look like uh Dwayne's hat. So I thought it was just another hat that had a feather on it. Luis took off the feather, and he, he wears the hat himself. Oh,
1: I I thought that Luis in that scene is wearing Dwayne's cowboy hat. I don't think the feather came from the cowboy hat. I think he just was wearing the hat just to be silly, like taking his oh. stuff and.
0: Oh, see, just, the way I read the scene was he took the feather off the hat and then just put the hat on.
2: Yeah, me too. That's what I, that's what I thought.
0: So that's why I was like, what? what the, the feather had a hat in it?
1: Right. I mean, but do oh, cowboy hats generally have a feather in it? I mean, that's no. strange. So it doesn't make any sense. That's
0: very strange. So I don't know. I, I'd like to hear like any other thoughts from uh, the listeners. But yeah, yeah. that's uh, really interesting. Um, all right. So we got uh, my next scenario is uh, Gordon meets the trainer of uh, the Iceland team. And then he meets coach Ivan Drago. No, not funny. All right. I, Wait, I, I
2: don't. know. I, I was trying to get. Is was he Ivan Drago?
0: No, that's the uh, Rocky Four.
2: No, I no, I got who Ivan Drago is. I'm saying, was he Ivan Drago? No. Oh. Okay,
0: never mind. Just that he's a a, a foreign opponent is just oh. kind of what I was going with. <laughs> sorry, I will leave now. No, I
1: got it. <laughs> I got it. I, I had like, no oh, idea oh, who Ivan Drago was, so I had no oh,
0: idea. <laughs> you've seen Rocky Four.
1: I've seen Rocky 4 but I didn't know the, I don't know it well enough to have remembered the name. So
0: Oh no. Okay. All right. We'll we'll move on. But uh Liz, what do you think about this uh meeting and um Coach Bombay here? I'm sorry. Uh, let's call him Gordon. I keep switching names, but Gordon uh having a little bit of interest in this girl who apparently likes him back.
1: Well, she was pretty, so I mean, I, you can't blame him for uh um looking at her. I mean, gorgeous
0: so so nothing's Um, going on with him and charlie's mom right
1: no they mentioned she got remarried yeah and he said interesting and yeah because i think hans or well Hans Ajace, um whatever his name was jan he said something like charlie was having a hard time since his mom got remarried so he gave him that apprenticeship like hired him at the shop to work and bombay said oh i should have kept in touch more
0: Oh, okay. I missed that too. So she got remarried. Interesting. Yeah. So
1: they, I think they were done at the end of the first one when he left. I, th- I don't think there was any way they were gonna, because he didn't really have plans to be there. He planned to be away and playing. So I think that that was pretty clear that their their little thing was done.
0: So here's a little goodbye kiss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well,
1: they didn't say think... he was
2: gonna call her. They just fell <laughs> like, just...
0: to, to check up on Charlie apparently, because you know Charlie didn't have a cell phone yet. Mm.
1: That's yeah. What um, but with. there's. Here's another good. Uh, so the blonde on the Iceland team. So she was their trainer, right? So right. Why wouldn't Miss McKay? Maybe she could have been the trainer. Like so, the Iceland team has all these other figures making their team, and Team USA has Gordon, who's a you know not a great a coach,
2: coach,
1: and Miss mm-hmm. McKay, who's the tutor in summer. <laughs>
2: and uh, somebody needs to take care of Bane because you know he's gonna get like horribly injured. So they did need a trainer.
1: They did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They needed something. So yeah, right. they were severely lacking their their team there. So um but yeah, it was just, you know, it's a classic like confrontation scene and he's all foreign and scary and you know, sets up the the tension for the rest of the movie. So it's a good scene.
0: So now I I got a question here. Uh my my next note here is saying uh Gordon acting brand new to money. Um, is he making more than what he was as a lawyer?
1: No, I don't think so.
0: I don't think so either. Why is he acting like this? This, this I think, new think he's money making a lot. Him. I think
2: he's making a lot because when, uh, he gets endorsements, in car, Yeah. He's like, you're going to pay me this much to endorse sportswear. I'm thinking it's a lot.
0: Oh, okay. Like, okay. There, there you go. I, I guess I forgot about the endorsements too, for him actually coaching, not just for coaching. Yeah. I mean,
2: um... yeah.
1: I don't think it was necessarily more than what he was making as a lawyer, but I think it just, he changed his life so much to live playing, playing in the minors. Like he could, he had been making nothing and working so hard. I think this whole money in Malibu and everything kind of turned his head to like, Oh, kind of back to how things used to be for him. So it makes per, you know perfect sense how he gets, you know, it brings back all those old character, uh, Aspects that he had in the original where he was a total
0: sleaze ball. Yes. So so basically West Coast Living changed them too, along with that money. It mm-hmm. would've
2: changed me. Uh, I, 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 yeah. I, let's be real. If they tell y'all y'all can stay in Malibu, are y'all staying in, in the depths of LA where they're staying or y'all staying in Malibu?
0: Um, probably closer to Hollywood.
2: Hmm. Y'all so y'all gonna turn down that house?
1: Well, it's, oh,
0: I mean, it's given. I mean, come on. No,
1: Savage. Right. Thank you. It's disappointing, though, because like we said, there's no chaperone. So none of those kids' parents have come. They're letting him, them go with Bombay, thinking he's going to take care of them. And he's just like, eh, I'm going to go slide down to Malibu. And I'm going to chill here and have parties and hang out. And like those kids are not being in in time for curfew. They're out like all over town making trouble
0: and they're, they're, they're uh clothes shopping for mom is what they're doing.
2: <laughs> yeah. on Rodeo, on Rodeo drive.
0: Rodeo drive. Yeah. I, I've been on Rodeo. I have not. Yeah. I, I mean, I didn't buy nothing. I mean, <laughs> I was just there. Uh, but uh, while Gordon is out on a, I guess you can call it a date. The brash brothers run into him. Uh, did something like this happen in the first movie? This is the first time, right? Where the, the kids are out and they catch him with something
1: it It was just very uh very much the same setup as the first movie, so it's kind of classic that with a sequel they're kind of like redoing the the points that make it make the movie, so it's just basically like them overhearing him being sarcastic to the other coach
0: there we go, yeah, yeah so but-
1: it's just you know and then it lose makes them lose trust in him, you know so.
0: Right. So there's, there's a couple beats that they always go back to in, in all of these sequels. So I do appreciate that because it is a callback and it kind of becomes like a Mighty duck staple uh, in, in the movies here.
2: Also, uh, again, I said the first one, this is really dumb because she is a smoke show. Like, are you kidding <laughs> me? Like, I'm getting ice cream with her every day if I could. And I can't believe they judged her. They should have been dapping him up. They'd be like, I see you, coach. I
0: Especially those you. two. Those two, also? yeah, whose Portman. hormones
1: are yeah, much like, more developed than the other kids. <laughs> right, like she's vastly You know, Portman should have been
0: like, uh, isn't she closer to my age? I mean, mm-hmm. I'm just saying, right. but but clearly she's not. I mean, because he's supposed to be 14, right? <laughs> 24.
1: Somehow, maybe got like... held back. Maybe he got held back a few times. <laughs> yeah, in that yeah, a whole decade.
2: Dive in that snow.
0: Um, so the first game against Iceland isn't even close. Um, so I guess, are they throwing off some type of momentum? Because they were not ready at all.
2: Well, uh, one, they're at the disadvantage because their coach is terrible. And uh, Stanson actually prepared for them. So they were ready and they lost 12 to 1. 12 to 1. You know what word comes to mind when you think of that? Hmm? Pathetic! <laughs> what about you? It's what about me, they were so regiment. it's... <laughs> I'm sorry. It's all right.
0: You you, you like this movie. What, so they did so bad that the sponsors, they're willing to pull out uh, just because of the loss. Um, but shouldn't they be more concerned of, like, the behavior of the Ducks, I would think, and how they're representing Team USA?
2: I feel like they were just basically saying, if you lose again, it's over. Because it was a double elimination tournament. So basically, just by losing once, they were already on the brink anyway. So... If the season's over, they're not going to pay you. That's basically what he was saying.
0: Okay. Yeah, it's a a little rough for kids there.
1: You know what we missed? I'm sorry to backtrack, but can someone explain to me why they pick the five best kids in the whole country, right, to bring them in? And every one of them except Julie has like this big flaw.
0: Like- yeah, J- Julie's flaw is that she's a woman. <laughs> it
1: really was. It really was.
2: I'm gl- I, yeah. That was in my point. That was in my point. I was going to cover that later in his horrible coaching decision.
0: It's, it's, yes. Yeah, you're right. Exactly. Yes. That's That's really it. Like I, I have no other reason because she is the best goalie they have.
2: She's probably their second best player, to be honest with you.
0: <laughs> like, Luis, it takes them a while to even get to helping him. Like This kid is fast, and he can't stop.
1: Don't you think that there was another kid somewhere in America, like maybe some of those, maybe some of those kids at Eden Hall, who obviously are good hockey players that were also the age that they could have went to the Goodwill games and been on Team USA. Maybe they don't know how to stop and skate fast and do all these other things. Like they somehow get these like misfits again, which makes no sense.
0: It it seems like Mr. Tribble seemed to have known them more. Like was he scouting these people? Like I don't they, I don't get actually, that.
1: They actually say that. I think he he was oh. the one who brought them in for color. I think he said something kind of like he brought them in for some color or some excitement or something like that. But not that kind of color. Don't uh, that, that
0: that may come back in part three. Um, <laughs> yo, the, the whole reserve those okay. comments. Sorry. But um okay, let, let's talk about uh, Liz. You you brought it up. Uh, Ken figure skater, very good. He's just got no muscle, like literally and figuratively.
1: Yeah, he's just a weasel and he's like no confidence, no like gusto. So yeah, okay, he can do these figure skating moves, which
2: He great. didn't qualify. He didn't uh, qualify for figure skating, so they're like, it hey, will put you on the hockey team.
0: Well here's <laughs> the thing, like happened. like Tammy and Tommy <laughs> that that didn't work out for them. That, Why did they bring in yeah, they, they, they kids like, yeah. Exactly.
2: Yeah. Uh now cowboy Dwayne. He's he's probably the, uh, he's really good. I feel like Mendoza and Robertson are really good. It's just he can't stop. And Robertson, I mean, they say it when he's like, he's the best puck player I've ever seen. He's like, me mean for his age? No, I don't. Like He's, he's a really showboat. Good. Yeah, he's really good. He's like hot sauce.
1: I just feel like they don't really showcase how they actually were any good. But I think that's just because it's, there's not enough time to really showcase everybody everybody's talent, so.
2: Sure, and it's a Disney movie. And they just brought in Portman to rough ninjas up.
0: That's well, hey, like, look, Fulton wasn't quite getting it done. He's got
2: that, that, uh, baby well, face. Sure, froggy. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And my
2: my mind's still blown by that, by the way. Like, <laughs> like, I'm still like, what is happening? All right.
0: So, uh, we got the, we got schoolyard hockey. This, this is where the Team USA learns how to get a little street in them, I guess.
2: Well, you know, they had to learn from the the black kids.
0: Yeah, clearly. Uh-huh,
2: uh-huh.
0: Yeah, naturally, I guess is the word.
1: Do you Do right. you think that that's a normal thing that kids in South Central LA are playing hockey? Well,
2: no, but we can't have them playing basketball, Liz. You <laughs> racist.
1: No, but I'm I'm just I'll seriously asking because swear. hockey, you know, ice hockey around here is a very popular kid sport, but it's expensive, like thousands of dollars a year. So now, obviously, they're just playing street hockey, but they still have all the pads and all the, the rollerblades and all that stuff. Like that adds up to a lot of money. So, like, they're hanging out, and it's supposed to be this disadvantaged like group of kids, but they're playing with all this expensive equipment.
0: Um, they stole it.
1: <laughs> I wasn't suggesting that. I just was asking if what is if, happening. If, Who is in charge of This show. If, like, like are but I'm serious. Are there? black kids that play hockey no have you seen
2: the nhl
1: <laughs> no i'm just asking that's my point like i don't i mean it it made for a good movie so i mean it was a good plot device i just was wondering how realistic it was
2: No, we don't play that
0: i'm sure there are a group of kids somewhere that that do love hockey you know and it makes sense because russ is like showing up to these games because he enjoys the sports and that's really their. you know liz you mentioned it is a plot device yeah. But I'm how, sure somewhere there is.
1: How long a bus ride on public transit do you think that Ross had to, to spend getting to those Goodwill Games practice facilities to try to sneak in and make fun no. of them? Like, Clearly, he long, lives right by. How long would it take?
2: I, mean, I feel like they were in L.A. because he says when, when he approaches it, he's like, it's not too far, you little wimps. So mm-hmm. yeah. and
1: then they take their bus there. Why don't they just rollerblade there like they do everywhere in, in Minnesota?
2: Oh, I see, I felt like they did rollerblade there, and that was a public transportation they got on at the end.
1: No, that was, like, their, like...
2: I think that was their own bus. That oh, was their work? own
1: bus. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> because
2: yeah. it, they were, like,
0: the the kids were wishing them well. Like, you know, so I feel like they were going to the game right after that.
2: Oh, okay.
1: There was, like, a... Maybe um, somebody
2: cares about what time the game starts, which we'll get into. That was,
1: like, one of those fancy buses where they're, like, like a, a coach, they call oh. it, or whatever. Maybe that was their chaperone watching from the, the bus.
0: Well, let's let's uh, talk about the chaperone slash tutor. So she has to sub as a coach here because Gordon didn't show up. Uh, very unprofessional. He's up
2: in his feelings. And
0: not only that, he shows up like in, in the middle of the game, like using that duck call. Like, what, what is he doing? It took to him God, that I... long.
1: What was he doing all day? What was he doing all day? Was he going and getting all those uniforms? Because it uh, seemed no, like Jan was, was doing that. So what? He we're... was
0: looking for the for the duck call. That's what he was looking for. Well, he was looking couldn't for himself
1: because Jan... probably couldn't couldn't <laughs> find that in L.A. because they don't really hunt that much in L.A. So it probably took a long time to find a sporting goods store to to get that.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Jan was like, "Who was that man on the uh, TV with the wet hair? Was it raining?" <laughs> <laughs> the style, Jan. Yeah. He just. He just goes around uh, a tennis court. Just I'm like, why are you doing this? Like, and then he had to find himself with his daddy, and then that, and he's like, oh, oh, snap! I am here to do a job. Maybe I should go find my team. And then I was like, so, what about the kids that aren't ducks? And they're just like, what is he doing? Like, why is he doing this? <laughs> like, why is he have that duck call? Even Jesse was like, man, let's, let's just play the game.
0: So there's there's a point where uh, Gordon finds out that. Um uh Banks's wrist hurt because he got hit earlier in the game why do you think this though was written in
1: uh well they had to get russ on the team right so plot device again um and th- this always like confused me so much because the first movie Charlie was like average at best he wasn't a very mm-hmm. good player right but mm-hmm. he gets his big moment because
2: He's a horrible coach
1: cuz cuz Bombay was making emotional decisions instead of strategic decisions, right? Like talk
2: about it, talk about it.
1: So now we're in the second movie and they don't really focus that much on Charlie, so you can't really see his skill or uh what you know what was happening. So it it was just odd that then all of a sudden he's like, "You know, you know I always said I'd be a better coach than a player, right? So, look, I got this guy and you know, we'll do this and
0: It it is weird because it's like uh Charlie is like Gordon as a person but Banks is him as a player. Mm. So, you know, clearly Banks is the, the the better player there.
2: Right. Also, uh you know, he has to be hurt every movie, so that's why they wrote it in. <laughs> it's, it's it's part of it.
0: You know, with the uh as you just mentioned it with the addition of uh Russ joining the team just like that. I think this is the movie that made me like growing up even till this day that made me feel like if I just had a certain set of skills You know, shouts out to you, Devin, for taking. um, Oh, right, right, That any team would just pick me up just, you know, if I improve certain things. So every every time I take the ball to the court, uh, which I call my driveway, and I always practice on my threes, I go, you know what? If I can shoot, like, 100% threes, like, I can just walk onto any team. Like, this movie does that to you. Like, it, it makes you feel like if you just had that one skill, like, anybody would just add you to a team like as a walk-on like i I don't think they would ever do that in real life though
1: he and i'm sorry but keenan was not some athletic he couldn't even get the shot he like he had his whole thing was based on him having the space to actually get the shot off Um, he wasn't very athletically inclined that he just so casually he was slow he was you know i'm like how come any of those other kids who were playing the, the street hockey. One of them might have been better. Like, they were his all brother. in better shape. They all His were... brother
0: was probably the right age.
2: Is Liz
1: throwing fat
2: black shape? Like, I feel <laughs> like like that's what I just got from that. Like, what, hold on a minute now. Nobody had his knuckle up. I am here to defend our fat black youths, okay? Like, he, he had a particular skill that, was, that nobody could duplicate, and that shot was undefeated. So go ahead, Russ. You do you, homeboy. I got your back. Even though Liz is fat shaming on this episode, it was,
1: <laughs> but it was not undefeated because he couldn't even do it.
2: No, that's couldn't because that's because Wolf was actually a good coach and assigned three players to him.
0: Yeah,
1: they tripled. Is that the,
0: is that this game right now? He was
1: well, he was setting up a shot, and one player knocked him over, and he like could barely recover. I'm sorry. Well, that's but because that was not... he told
2: them the focus on him every time he got on the court. Like that's that's the thing. Like if 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 Peter can shoot threes and there's a decent coach, we're gonna be like, hey, double team him to get the ball out of his hands. Is that not what they do in basketball, Peter? All the time. Yeah. So that's what they were doing here. Like I feel like he was fat and black, but <laughs> it, it, it just shows you that that Wolf was actually a good coach. That's all I'm saying.
0: Oh, no, he's a great coach. He clearly yeah, studied film. I just,
1: I just would have liked a more Athletic. a more believable knuckle pucker, I guess. How about that?
0: Let's just say that Keenan was just very charming and charismatic, and that's how he got the role.
1: That's what it is, yes.
0: That's exactly what it is. All I know and, is he
2: did it for the culture of us fat black kids. So,
1: <laughs>
0: there, there i see,
1: see. Isn't it funny how their voices didn't changed yet? Like you know his, what? His voice I to and get Charlie's there. voice were all so high.
0: It, it, on on that note, let's cut to their uh, halftime, four to one, and they got four penalties. You know, the Bash Brothers are thrown in. Uh, I, I, I like that. Is is this where is is this where they were like taking turns by like, slapping heads? I forget.
2: Oh yeah, where uh, things just got out of control any, when they're still going mad. Yeah. yeah.
0: So. So we, we get this uh, uplifting coach um, uh, speech, right, from, from Bombay. And then he's like, hey, who are you? Where are you from?
2: You. Who are you? Dean Portman. From where? Chicago, Illinois. You. Gued Germain. From where? St. Paul, Minnesota. You. I'm Jesse Hall from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Who are you? Julia Gaffney from Bangor, Maine.
1: Luis Mendoza, Miami, Florida.
2: Greg Goldberg, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Les
0: Averman, Brooklyn Park, Minnesota.
2: Fulton Reed, Stillwater, Minnesota. Russ Russ Tyler, South Central Los Angeles. Charlie Conway, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Ken Rue, San Francisco, California. Connie
1: Moreau, Minneapolis, Minnesota.
2: Adam Banks, Dina, Minnesota.
1: Dwayne Robertson, Austin, Texas. Michelle McKay, Duluth, Minnesota. And I'm Gordon Bombay,
2: Minneapolis, Minnesota. Dean Portman, where? Chicago, Illinois. Like I was like, did he go, did he did he lose like twelve years? Like when he answered that question, he was like, "Oh, I'm like, what is? How did his voice change like that? Because he's like coach, and then he's like Dean portman." I'm like, what? here's here's <laughs> my
0: thing. Like I completely uh, team USA. Yes, I completely forgot how many people were actually from Minnesota. That,
2: Nobody has an nine, accent. Nine attempts of the not, team.
0: Yeah, not not even not, not even like Gordon. You know, like hey, whatever though, Minnesota. I, I just thought it was funny. Right. Like, they probably should have had Bobby's mom on there.
2: Bobby. Oh, for Bobby's world! <laughs> <laughs> right, right, Bobby. Uh,
0: so, it, here's another staple of Mighty Ducks thing. It's halftime, right? So, we have to introduce something. Why not new jerseys? You know, new uniforms in the middle of, uh, you know, middle of the game.
2: Yeah, because we are ducks. And ducks fly together. Oh, yawn. Now, you so, folks, and all ducks must unite under a new banner.
0: Liz, do you like the new uniforms or the old ones?
1: Um, I like the new ones. I like the colors. It's high. I mean, it's a little weird, the, the Jason hockey mask, uh, like a duck face. But, um, you know, I'm okay with it.
0: But, you know, it, it makes sense. Like, uh, one would say, well, I don't know. Who did it first? What do you mean? Well, I mean, I know the Ducks did, um, they became the team last, like, cause I feel like it was it one of the Friday the 13th, like movie posters where they changed his mask to something kind of like that. Not like a duck, but changed the look of the mask. I, I don't know where I'm going with that. I
1: think they always, I think Jason always had a mask like that. So it was a hockey mask, but I don't think anybody ever actually wore hockey masks like that in modern times. So I don't know.
0: Hmm. But um, I don't know. And then like after watching this one, it made me think like, did they steal like the Oregon Duck colors? I mean, green and yellow, like from the, you know, their first jerseys. No. Um, Oregon Ducks been around a little bit longer than the Mighty Ducks are.
2: No, I know, but I don't think they (laughs) did.
0: Okay, sure. They just happen (laughs) to be the Ducks that are green and yellow. Okay. All right. Let's uh, let's go with that. All right. We'll move on. Um, so we got the new new uh new uniforms and there's no rules against that, so that's good, right? So they finally catch up, and I like this switcheroo, right? Mm-hmm. Where we had this gimmick in the first movie. This one, Devin, you want to talk about the the play here? The Goldberg and Russ Switcheroo.
2: Okay, so can we talk about uh before we even get to that, how they tie the game? Number one, like Charlie is a better coach than Gordon. Like, is that's just unbelievable because like Gordon's like what are we supposed to do here Charlie he's like look coach this play will work i just learned it off the playground that i was on 2 days ago and Gordon's like well, all right i don't i don't have any ideas and so they just do the uh the alley with Dwayne i love that alley boys and that was great uh yeah then uh
0: do you think Dwayne got an assist for that
2: well yeah in hockey like everybody <laughs> gets an assist if you like you touch the puck like everybody gets an assist
0: oh you you know hockey
2: uh I don't know hockey but I know that. Like I didn't
0: know there was assist but that makes sense. I mean I yeah. I don't know nothing about hockey. Like I know it's it's, a, ball, um, yeah. or t- it's it's um it's a black the puck that people touch always the be puck. hitting.
2: Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> like on a scoring play like you get an assist. But yeah. It's not okay. like basketball uh, where you have to be the person to pass it to her but like like if I pass it to to you and then you pass it to Liz I would still get an assist.
0: Oh okay. Alright, uh, okay, anyway, so you want to get into that play?
2: Oh, I'm sorry. So, basically, they had to, they had one other color person on the team, so they had to put, like, hey, you could pass for the fat, uh, what is what is Goldberg? What is he? I don't know. Well, we just needed somebody brown-skinned so they could trick you. And they, they just, yeah, they just pulled the goalie. They Like, he plays the goalie, and he switched him. He's like, no!
1: With the knuckle puck!
2: He got it off, Liz. How about that?
1: Goldberg might just be Italian, like the guy who plays him in real life. I'm not sure.
2: Oh, right,
0: okay. that's where I was going to go, but I don't know races very well. But uh, are there dark skinned Italians?
1: They I'm can sure be, there are. yeah, because they're like Sicilian Italians are a little more olive complexion. Oh.
0: Shout out to a uh, true true romance there for for a little scene about that. <laughs> um, hmm. De- Devin, we have an Italian friend that's uh, that's dark, but he's also half black, so I, I guess that doesn't count.
2: Are you saying us mutually, or you have one independent of me?
0: Well, uh, David from Daily Cringe, shouts out to you.
2: Oh, okay. All right.
0: Who's also Canadian, so there you go.
2: Six, 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 six.
0: Yeah, shouts out to Toronto. All right. All right, so I guess basically the win, it all came down to scouting, right? I mean, I guess that's what we learned. If you study film and you scout better, you can win.
2: Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Like, you know, Devin, you mentioned it. Gordon is a pretty bad coach strategically. Yeah. Well, actually Liz, I think you said that.
2: Yeah. Like can we so let's just list the ways he's a horrible uh, coach. Uh you've already said that he is sexist, which that's number 1 because Julie should be playing. Uh he, which he shows got
0: to up in the second half, right?
2: <laughs> right. Yeah, he shows up to games late. Uh he has no strategic feel for the game and basically a 12-year-old is better at uh designing plays than he is. I'm 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 amazed that they had the right lineup out there for uh, the shootout, which we'll get to. I'm sure how they win.
0: All right, Liz, do you have any other comments about this game?
1: Um. Well, he finally puts Julie in. Obviously, gives her her big shot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, that needed to happen. It was late coming. Mm-hmm. Um. So, I don't know, I like that part obviously, and he he did kind of pull it together at the end, but I I know it's like a plot device, but it's silly how many of their like goals are like these it's not like just good hockey, it's like they have to trick like do tricks to make it happen. So, it's a little silly, but
2: it Well, cle- makes this it more team is clearly better.
1: <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah.
2: Mm. It's so- bigger very interesting. When they do the fly V and they just beat their behind, they just like smash the wall.
0: <laughs> you know, that reminded me a lot of like Karate Kid 2, where we got Daniel LaRusso goes to Okinawa, tries to pull his little crane kick and it doesn't work. <laughs> like, you know, I like that, though. They're, they're like, hey, it worked in the first movie. Let's try it. Boom, fail. Mm. So it's, you know, it's cliche, but I, I, I do like that. Mm. So I don't remember uh, the movie, so sure. Sure. Uh, Anyway, so without really, so again, we mentioned it in the first movie, but we're not going to give rankings and ratings until the, after the third review, which you guys will hear next week. Um, Let's try to wrap this up somehow with uh, just some final thoughts. We'll start with you, Liz.
1: Um, I want to know how did Charlie run on the ice with his tennis shoes on and swing that big flag? Like he looked like he was going to fall over at any second, but I guess it made for a good last final scene where he's team like USA. team usa and wearing the flag around and the celebration it was you know it's a staple again of the movie movies they have to have that last celebrating on the ice uh scene so i also wonder
0: yeah. i did not catch that he was wearing tennis shoes yeah so i'll have to see that again yeah i was wondering
2: because i was like i'm black and don't and i live in florida so i don't know about ice but i just was like maybe he's uh, maybe that was a northern thing and i was like oh okay I honestly yeah, did wonder about that, though.
1: He's wearing his jersey, jeans, and and tennis shoes. Yeah.
2: So, so you can't do that.
1: Can't run on ice in tennis shoes. Yeah. He clearly is. I just was kind of afraid he was going to fall a little. I mean, how many times? I wonder how many times they had to shoot that with him not sliding and being steady. Yeah, that's
2: what I'm saying. So, if, if you did that, like it's it's going to be uh
1: hard. Slip slippery. All right. Well, look yeah.
0: if if they can drive a limo onto the ice in the first movie, oh he could run on it with sneakers. That's okay. All right, all right, all right. All right Devin, real. you got any final
2: thoughts on the movie? Well, I mean, can we touch on the shootout because that was my favorite part. Well, one of the favorite parts of the movie. I yeah, mean,
0: actually, yeah, we com- completely missed it. Like, usually on the very last game, I don't write a whole lot just because I'm just trying to watch the game.
2: Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I mean, he chooses the best players, and I was actually uh, uh, proud of him because Jesse. He starts with Jesse. Who's probably one of my favorite characters throughout the whole thing. Sad that he's not in the third one, but Jesse scores. Uh, Robertson sucks because he tries to showboat too much. Uh, Gee, which is one of the best ones. Adam, he's mirac- miraculously healed, and Fulton scores. So yeah, it was great. And then who's the one that missed? Robertson, Dwayne, the the guy from the Texas. Does. Oh,
0: because he showboated. Yeah, he
2: showboated. And then it's great because oh, it's like Gore's like, hey guys, I finally did what coaches are supposed to do. I watched the other team, and this guy on their team, he only goes to one side. Julie, and I think you're the best goalie, so I'm going to put you in there now, even though they're they were already down like four to one. And he's like, she's like, okay. And then he's too fancy. He's gonna he's gonna go glove right. side triple deek glove side. He's like, what if he goes stick? He's fancy. He'll go glove. hmm
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He watched tape finally.
1: Right. I can I just say I don't I still don't understand what a triple deek actually is. I've watched these movies so many times that I can't quite catch whatever that is. It's just a fake out, I guess. I'm guessing, but
2: yes, I can't it's like really
1: quite. I can't quite see the technique as it as it plays out. So, but it was a so cool go, moment when she she catches it in the glove and then she pops it out and it falls on the ice.
2: Right. I'm like everybody knows because the horn didn't go off. So I'm like clearly. I'm like, why are y'all quiet? Y'all should have just immediately went off because the horn didn't go off. But like <laughs> a triple D is like where where they like go one side, go to the other side, go back to the other side. They're deaking with the themselves, so they're faking three times.
0: I don't even know what a deek is. Like, I feel that's a uh, someone's like, name.
2: I always compare <laughs> it to like a to like a juke.
0: Oh, okay. If that makes gotcha. sense. Okay.
2: I feel like I'm explaining hockey, which is not my forte. Like,
0: I know. Like, like Liz, I thought you'd be breaking a little bit. I know, more. <laughs>
1: right? Like, what
2: is happening here? Like,
1: <laughs> this is weird.
0: Like, now, Liz, don't you have a uh, you? You watch hockey, right?
1: Do I watch like NHL hockey?
0: Mm-hmm. So, or any? I thought I thought you have like a team that you watch or something.
1: Uh, no. I mean the the Red Wings here are pretty big. They're a big deal. Um, there there have been moments in time like growing up that they were, um, they would get really far in the championships Neither. or win win the uh Stanley Cup. So I mean there were times I was a fair weather fan like that, but no. I mean hockey just isn't really. I like hockey movies because I can see, you know, the the like. They make it so much more obvious what's going on, but yeah, not, not a huge hockey fan, just, just fan of hockey movies.
0: All right. Um, Okay. So uh, again, uh, ratings and reviews will come after the third movie. So wait for that one for us to, to kind of give more thoughts Uh, to wrap this one up. I don't know. Like I'm still, I'm still trying to figure out. Cause yeah, we, cause we didn't wrap up one that way either. So I guess we'll just kind of end it there. But uh, Liz, do you want to give any kind of contact information if you want to, uh, um, if listeners want to interact with you?
1: Um, I'm on Twitter. My handle is at eLizPlum, P L U M M, two Ms.
0: (laughs) Two Ms. Yep. There you go.
2: And uh, Devin, what about you? Oh, yeah. Finally, is on the LRP. But uh. But yeah, you can find me at Devin Lamar, with two R's. Talk about it, and at the Liquor Run Podcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, at the Liquor Run right, right, Podcast. Right. Yes. Right, right. Uh,
0: now, for anybody that is interested in uh, checking out the LRP's coverage of the um, the uh, OJ Made in America, and then the OJ Thirty for Thirty, uh, Liz, were you on all of them or most of them?
1: Most of them. I was on all the. I was on all the Thirty for Thirty and uh, a couple of the FX.
2: weren't you on like every Oh, I'm sorry. She was on every FX but the wrap-up, right?
1: Mm, I think maybe. Possibly.
0: Well, check it out and and, and listen to it. Um, Devin, I've told you many times uh, off mic, but, um, you know, your guys' coverage was was very excellent. Uh, Liz definitely brought it with her extensive uh research and book knowledge you know she read the book so anyone interested in that stuff definitely check it out worth the listen mm-hmm, so a mm-hmm. uh, little plug for for the lrp there she is so great. um she is uh indeed that's why i brought her on here to talk mighty ducks mm-hmm. you know hopefully hopefully to will bring a little bit more oomph to this too <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right, talk about it. uh one last thing I, I did want to bring up um anybody, Devin, I'll save you for last because I, I know you'll have a bunch. Liz, did you have any uh, any other notable scenes that you did like or maybe some uh, quotes?
1: Ooh. I like when they, at the beginning, when they're getting them all back together and uh, I think it's Averman says it. He says, quack attack is back, Jack. Mm-hmm. Just silly, cheesy, but fun. It's just...
0: That's what Averman
2: does. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Typical Averman uh Devin, what about you uh well obviously the first uh when they first like their scrimmaging and like uh when mr tibbles oh mr tibbles are you all right i'll have a cheeseburger fries and chocolate shake like i love i love that <laughs> part uh is it tibbles or
0: tribbles i kept going tribbles tribbles is star trek isn't it i don't know star trek but it's tibbles okay so my bad so tribbles i think is star trek somebody's gonna correct me okay um now, I don't, I didn't have any notable lines in this one, but for whatever reason, there's one scene that always stuck out to me, and it's when uh, Gordon's sitting down with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and he's like, it's the air loafers, like, it's oh, for the kids, yes. <laughs> it's for the kids who want to get into coaching, he's like, uh, do you think there are that many kids out there that want to coach? He's like, yes, <laughs> I'm like, that always stuck with me. I, there was thought, like, I thought no, like Amelio no well. to it that. No, <laughs> no not,
2: no not one. this. Or,
0: like it, it's gonna be for Charlie. He's gonna be the first,
2: right? And he's like, "Why would you get a pump on a a coaching shoe?"
0: I don't know, man.
2: Like, because when Julie comes in, it's like, "Hey, you gonna let me play? Because I'm a I'm a chick." He's like, "Sure, I will." And then he's like, "Yeah, with a pump, that'll work." Like, no, it won't. No, these are horrible shoes. This is a horrible idea. Like, stop it. It was a gimmick. I want to show the world what I could do. Like her voice was very manly, though.
0: No, we're moving on from that. Uh, that's enough. <laughs> that's enough about Julie.
2: Uh, I have one more thing, uh, which will lead into three uh, at the end, where uh, Gunner is like congratulating her. He's like, and she's like, "Thanks, Gunner." Like, there's a scene like that that's close to that at the end of three, which we'll get into though. Like, where he oh, congratulates yes, Charlie, but he congratulates somebody else in the other one because this actor will be back.
0: Yeah. Uh, yep. Different hair color. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 <laughs> So, I, I always remembered that, too. That's the funny thing. All right. Um, Alright, so, uh, if you guys didn't catch the first review of The Mighty Ducks, I also interviewed actor Aaron Schwartz, who, again, played number 11, Dave Carp. So, so, check that out. That was a lot of fun. Uh, and, again, next week, we'll be doing Mighty Ducks 3. So, for any other content from... Uh, hydrate Level 4 and original remake. You can find that at followingfilms.com. If anyone's interested in checking out my coverage of the Back to the Future, the animated series, that can be found at baronspace.com. And find Devin and I weekly at We Got 5 at court to Uh, which at the time of this recording in the month of August, I'll be taking a break. So it would be uh, the Devin Takeover Month.
2: Talk about it.
0: You will be talking we'll about be it. Back? We'll see if it, it, you know, if everyone starts to enjoy you hosting it, maybe I won't come back. So we'll see. We'll see. Dot, dot, dot. You know, some suspense there. And all of those I share on my Facebook page. So if you want to go on there, type in Hydrate Level 4, give me a like. You will find all the content, you know, guest appearances, things like that. I always share it on the Facebook page. So give me some likes. So uh, for Liz and Devin, I'm Peter and this is Hydrate Level 4.